What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Creative Point of View podcast. My name is Ethan. Noah. Marquis. And uh, we're just some creatives that see the world differently. So let's get into it. Topic for today. Noah, drum roll, please. It um, is. Creative block. Creative block. Dang, we're just hopping right into it. Let's, this let's week. get into it. Oh, I mean, dang, we didn't ask how my week was, bro. Like, that kind of hurt Noah, my how was your week? <laughs> it was good. It's been busy. With Christmas and all, right. all that That's stuff. all I needed to know. Check in on me, man. You know, <laughs> We got to check in on our friends, bro. <laughs> no. How you been, Marquis? Oh, it's been good. Uh, yeah. Same old, same old. Nothing too crazy this if week. If it's the same old, same old, why are we checking <laughs> in like that? Hey, I just hey, I just want to hear you guys this week. I care about yeah, you guys. That's fair. How was your week? My week's been pretty slow. Um, that's about it. Pretty slow. Like fair, fair, chill, fair. but um, trying to trying to navigate the holidays. My family, we're all abroad, so we're trying to figure out when we get to see each other. So that's you been, you've been watching the World Cup. You've been tweeting yeah, about bro. it, not tweeting, been, but posting. I mean, about I've been it. posting about it. That yeah. and uh, man, college football playoffs. Oh, the boys hi-o. from Texas Christian University sneaking in, sneaking in. I mean, honestly, Ohio State is the one that's sneaking in at number four. I don't. I'm actually calling it an upset. TCU, Ohio State Championship. I think it could happen. I like it. I dig it. I think it it could happen. I dig it. I don't think Michigan has faced a team yet. Welcome to the Creatives Sports Podcast. (laughs) (laughs) But I think think TCU is a different matchup than Michigan has seen yet this season. I like it. I like that. I could could see him. Who do you got winning championship, Dan? Answer that smartly. I don't think TCU has Max it in them right Duggan. now. I don't know. Put the team on his back in the Big 12 championship. That drive took everything out of him, and their coach didn't even let him throw one pass. So you think, the, you think, uh, that, the, uh, you think that qualifies them as absolute, national championship? Absolutely. Uh, interesting. I, think, I, think, yeah, I, like, man, I like that face you just made. No, I come feel on. like Deuce, Ohio Deuce Vaughn, State. They got Deuce Vaughn, right? Or is that for Kansas? I don't remember. But the running back is tough, which... Same with Michigan's. Deuce Vaughn's K State. Is he K State? Yeah, Deuce Vaughn. Deuce Vaughn. I remember watching that game. Well, that's right, because he Mm -hmm. won player of the game for a Big 12 championship or whatever. He's literally like 5'5. He's tiny, bro. But but man, he's got wheels. That's shorter than me. And I'm pretty damn short. That's dang. That's That's short. But Ohio State wins the national championship. If anybody's going to beat Georgia, it's Ohio State. And then I would have to agree with you Ohio State for the chip. I would agree with Marvin that. Harrison Jr. I, I I could see yes, it like Texas yes. Christian. They haven't been there before. Entirely different stage. I think they deserve to come out with a win. I think that was a first down. Whenever their running back reached over the goal line, that aerial shot looked like a first down to me. But hey, I'm not I'm not in the booth. That's fair enough. But I, got, I got a lot of sports topics we we'll, can talk we'll about. We'll talk about some we, sports. We won't get into that. We'll drop some sports gems on the pod every now and then. But creative block, Noah, let's talk about it. So this is your your idea, but let's talk about yeah. it. Yeah. Well, creative block is a common occurrence with creatives. And how about you specifically? You get creative block a lot? Oh yeah. 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 It it's like a it comes and goes, you know. I just I feel like it's part of the process. You know? It is but, a part of the process. But I yeah, agree. like what, what? 
Have you guys experienced like creative block recently? Oh, too often, man. Way too often. Uh, Especially now. It's getting a little colder outside. It's not as warm. I feel like when it's warmer outside, summertime, fall time, my creative juices are flowing a lot You're not cooped up. Yeah. Not cooped up. I can it's, see that. It's gray. Even though gray, the gray, it's a vibe in the winter. But yeah. I just feel, I get lazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hear you. My brain gets just dry. Uh, and I just don't want to, some days I'm like, why am I even a creative? I can't even think right now. Yeah. I can't even color grade this footage right now. I I know. I know what you mean. Sometimes, like, there are times at work where it's just, like, I kind of have to turn the creative, like, mode off or, mm. like, put it in airplane mode and be like, I just got to, I just got to pump this out, you know? It's like, I just got to do what I know how to do. And then if anything comes along along the way, then it's like, all right, I'll lean into that creative, like, mindset. But, like, a lot of times, especially with my job, like, yeah, there are some really things really creative things that I like, I like to lean into. Um, but other times it's like, sometimes it's just like whenever it comes to editing, it's just like mindlessly working. Like, all right, I got to cut this. I got to, you know, shift this, whatever color grade. Um, so sometimes creative block isn't necessarily a bad thing for me. It just kind of like puts my brain in airplane mode. You know what I mean? And it, it just comes like, it comes like your routine of editing. Right. And like, I think that that can turn into slumps. For sure. Mm-hmm. Like, I've been there where it's like, man, like, I'm just in a slump and I'm just doing these things mindlessly and I don't want to keep on doing them mindlessly. Mm-hmm. So, as far as that, like, it is what it is and we'll we'll figure it out. But Are you guys working inside Creators Block right now in this season? Like, we're talking, like, in this minute, in this second, are you guys going through Creators Block right now in anything? Mm, I feel like a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um. So the thing is, is like to someone who is not a creative, it might appear like if you do anything in photography, videography, graphic design or whatever, um, like it might appear like there's no rules to things. Like if you work a job, but like I'm figuring out like working a job in this field that I wanted to get into, there are rules there are guidelines that I got to follow just like any job and sometimes it goes against my instinct as a creative um and so it challenges me and it can put me in a state of like how am I going to do this it, it, it like uh challenges the way I think and so sometimes I can run into creative block just at work but I would so yes like right now a little bit but outside of my job, like when it comes to my passion projects and stuff that I'm really loving doing, um, like on my personal time, I feel like um, I have like ideas at the moment that are just flowing. So that's dope. That's dope. I would say for me, like there are definitely times and moments that I get like creative block. But as a whole, I think um, I think what's helped me recently is like leaning into just doing things I enjoy on my day off, Mm. even whenever it comes to creating, because creating is something I enjoy. So like Mondays I take off. So like Sunday nights, Sunday afternoons, I'm just kind of like chilling, whether we're recording a pod or whether we're like hanging out or I hang out with friends or whatever. It's just taking time to myself. And then on Mondays, normally in the morning, I'll like 
go to Northern Vessel or go to another coffee shop or something and just just work, listen to listen to a podcast, read a book, whether and then sometimes like I'll I'll design or like take photos or like edit a reel for like my own personal like social media or just personal enjoyment. Cause like a lot of the content that I've like made hasn't even hit social media because I'm like, man, like some of this, I'm not creating this to share. I'm just creating this to enjoy. Oh, I feel that. So like sometimes like I'll get into that and that's where I like kind of just let, let loose a little bit because it's very freeing to create something that you're not afraid of people critiquing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So like I've made a ton of like, whether it's graphics or take a photo and like just make something that's just, out of the ordinary and I don't have to worry about anyone seeing it and it lives on my computer. It lives on a hard drive. It lives wherever in creative cloud or I'll throw it away and I'll scrap it. And it's just to get ideas out there. I'll do that with songwriting, whether it's music, I'll just like start playing a melody. And a lot of times I'll write songs just to forget them later. It's like, I don't, I don't need to, I don't need to remember this. And now there are other times where I sit down and it's like, Oh man, I need to write that down. But other times, like, man, sometimes just creating just to create and not creating to, like, display it, it's it's very freeing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. I don't think I – I don't think I have creative block as often as I have creative fatigue. Ooh, that's – So, man, I, that's think, good. I think creative fatigue is a huge thing in our world. Uh, for me, since a lot of my work is running gun – Mm-hmm. You get so running gun, running gun, edit, 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 running gun, running gun, running gun, to the point where I'm like, you know what? I don't want to shoot anything right now. I don't want. I don't want to look at Premiere Pro. I don't want to look at anything. Yeah. But thanks to social media, it's so easy to see something dope that somebody else posted on social media and snap right out of it and get back yeah. to it. Yeah. I don't know if that's healthy or not because you're really not taking that mental rest that your brain needs yeah. from not creating not being running gun, running gun. Mm-hmm. But I think I have creator's fatigue more than I do have creator's block. I think I feel that like, self-awareness of yeah. just knowing that, like, man, like I'm just tired and I need a break. Yeah. I think that's really healthy, though, because I've been there where it's like, I can't take a break because I have to work and I have to get, like I have to make money mm-hmm. and I have to like put these projects out because I have deadlines and I have to, you know, I got to pay the bills. Mm-hmm. And that burns you out like really quickly. Like a year ago, I was working four jobs and like all of them were in the creative field, but all of them were, you know, part-time or temp work or contracted work. So that way I could pay the bills. It's like, man, I wish I could have just lead into something creatively that wasn't just, me having to pay the bills. And so I think that's really healthy that you realize like I'm fatigued and I just need to step away, not quit, but step away. So that way you don't get creative blocker. That's huge. That's Um, important. Marky, how do you rest? Cause I know Ethan, you mentioned like reading a book or listening to a podcast or just kind of just doing mindless creative stuff just to get the ideas out. But like, what does that look like to you? Oh man, it's crazy you asked that. Cause I feel like I haven't had that season in a long time uh it's just been go 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 for me like mm-hmm. the past i say two years yeah uh even when i take a vacation i'm working on something uh but i think what rest looks like for me when i do get a chance to rest 
Uh, it's just I listen to a podcast every morning. So my rest period is kind of in my car. I get a chance to listen to a podcast. I get a chance to pray. And then also, like on weekends, I'll read. Or I might just take time in the evening. Most evenings, I try to shut off everything. And I'll either just spend time with my wife, play Madden. <laughs> yeah. Oh, don't forget I beat you in Madden one time. Not too many people can beat me in Madden. My gamer tag, PS5, key from the six. But <laughs> <laughs> see me in Madden. But yeah, I think my big rest thing is uh, is listening to podcasts. I love podcasts. Uh, some of my favorite podcasts, uh, they're just very informational. Get me back self-started, self-help kind of business. Uh, it's very refreshing to like just not have my brain think about anything. Sometimes I listen to a For podcast sure. or music. Music is very therapeutic. It just, my brain is just free, which I think I get, I think that's my rest when my brain doesn't have to think. Yeah. About anything, like I can just shut everything out. So, yeah, um, that's what my rest are like. What does that look like for you, Noah? Um, I think like spending time like outdoors uh, is like a form of rest for me, mm-hmm. um, because like just getting away from like a desk or a chair or like screens and just like you know getting fresh air. Uh, Something I like to do personally is like go fishing. So uh, I'd be doing that. And that's like really relaxing to me. Um, and yeah, like I honestly, like I would agree with you, like just car rides and like driving. Like sometimes I just like to drive mm-hmm. and yep. waste gas and I'm okay with it because it's like, I don't know why, but just either putting on like some music or something to listen to, it's really calming. And um, so, yeah, I would say like that's a good form of rest for me. It's cool, man. Yeah. yeah. I, I would say that's like, that's something that I've leaned into as well is like, um, I used to take work home with me like every day. And now it's like, nah, I need, I need to like, whether it's spend time with my friends, whether it's spend time with my dog. Or just go outside and just like get away. Obviously, it's getting colder now, so like can't mm-hmm. do that all the time. But I mean, the other day it was fifty four degrees, and I took Rory to a dog park, so that was that was a lot of fun. But yeah. yeah, just getting away and stepping away intentionally to be like. Sometimes you need to step away from a project to like think about how you're gonna re like reassess and like get back to it. Other times you need yeah. to take a step back from the project to like evaluate the process or even just not think about it. Yeah. Um, so I think that's, I think that's really good. Like taking time on your days off to just intentionally be away from things is yeah. good. Is good. Things work. Yeah. I got a question for you guys. All right. Um, I think this is important in the creative world and also in the church where you got, you both work in the church. I feel like this happens a lot in church and, a lot of churches fail at a healthy way of preventing this, but how do you prevent burnout? So actually, like, we just had a staff meeting this last week, and some, I don't remember who was, um, it was one of the pastors and one of the leaders. They're like, a lot of people claim, like, churches, like, are the, are the, 
I don't know, are the problem for like causing people to burn out. And they're just like, well, would they like flip the question on its head? Would they have gotten burnout anyway? It's like, that's really interesting. Mm. So it's like, for me, a year ago, I was working four jobs, you know, and one of them being out of church. I was the creative director at a church, but um, they weren't able to pay me adequately. And so I had to work other jobs to do what I loved, which was being the creative director. I loved doing it. Um, it was fun. It was something that I enjoyed, but like everything else that I had to do was so that way I could afford to not get paid enough, if that makes sense. Like mm-hmm. everything else was just to pay the bills. And that's what burned me out was not taking time myself because I was not able to. So I think there's like, I think the problem is like a healthy boundary of knowing, all right, am I doing this um, long term? Mm-hmm. Am I doing this? Um, like, what's the what's the purpose of doing this? Am I doing it because I love it, or am or am I doing it because I have to? Because I think working a gas station forty hours a week would burn me out sooner than working as a creative eighty hours a week. I think that's mm-hmm. where my like my mind would be is like, man, like I don't think I could handle clocking in, swiping the card, being a, you know, me, being a nine to five employee um, over like grinding and hustling, doing what I love. So I think it's a, I think it's a mindset of like why you're doing it, what you're doing it for, how you approach doing it. Um, and so like the question, remind me of the question, like how you worded the question. Like, how do how do you how prevent do, burnout? How do you prevent burnout? I think it's understanding why you do what you do. And like Gary V puts it so like perfectly. He's like, if you are doing it for like the money or for, you know, the the destination and not enjoying the process, you're not doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. He's like, love what you do, fall in love with the grind. And then once you reap the reward, then you're just going to love how much you put into it. Yeah. And so it's like, for me, even if, even if I wasn't like reaping it financially, I was still reaping the joy of doing what I loved and having that satisfaction that I could do it well. Perfect. That's mm-hmm. fair. Yeah. What about you, Noah? Um, I think like just having like uh, boundaries mm-hmm. uh, are good. So like when I leave work, like leave work at work, like don't bring it home. Ethan kind of mentioned that. Like I don't, this might be bad, but like I don't check my work email or anything like that. Like when I'm home, um, not because like um, I'm irresponsible or anything, but because it's like, just like I respect like work when I'm at work, like it needs to respect me when I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, not on the clock yeah. or whatever. So that's one way to like kind of help with that. Um, but honestly, like kind of a change in perspective. Um, like when you're creative, like creative block is bound to happen and it's always going to happen. Yeah. And Can't so embrace that. it. Honestly, embrace it because uh, creative block, it is it challenges you, but oftentimes when you're in a season of creative block, your best ideas come after it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it, it causes you to really like um, dig deep and to look uh, 
um, in more like depth and detail at like things and like what you're trying to do. And like, um, honestly, like if you're going through creative block, like don't be afraid to like kind of document like your feelings and like document things that are inspiring you, even if you don't really like, even if you're not thinking about it, like, um, I've gone through times where like, I'm just having a hard time like coming up with ideas and stuff, but like I, I might go see a movie and like the way like it's color graded or something, it's like, whoa, those colors. Or like I might hear a song and there might be like uh, a melody in the song that evokes like a feeling or like a synth or like a, you know, a chord or something that's like, whoa, that gave me chills. Yeah. And like um, just analyzing like, the mundane in life and like that's like seeing it differently like that and helping that like you know um helping you uh form new ideas yeah and yeah i like what you said like um fall in love with the process uh because like you're never as a creative like you're never going to be perfect you're always gonna just how can I get better how can I get better and you're never gonna reach your destination like you might think you have a destination you want to reach but once you get there you're gonna be like what's next like how do I get better mm-hmm. and there'll there'll always be those like bumps in the road where you're like how do I accomplish that how do I do that and I think it's the problem solving part and it's the seasons when you're in like a rut and you're in creative block that will bring out the good ideas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think uh, I I would agree with everything you said, but like one thing you said just kind of reminded me like some practical ways to like prevent burnout, whether it's in any situation, not just with work or not just being a creative is like boundaries, like you said. So I don't have my work email on my phone. I only have it on my Mac and my Mac at work um, because... I don't want those notifications coming through. If someone needs me in the moment, they have my number and they'll call me, but rarely do I answer like texts if it's like after 5 p.m. or if it's on my day off. So it's like, that's a boundary. And also take your vacation time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like my boss literally like he was on me because I'm, I'm not like a big go and do vacation kind of person. Like I, like I enjoy it, but that's not something like I'm always looking forward to like, Oh, I can't wait for a vacation. Cause in my mind, vacation means I'm spending money, <laughs> you know? And mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't know if I really want to, you know, take a vacation just to go spend, you know, money on if I'm going to Florida or whatever, mm-hmm. right. but like taking vacation time to just be away and like, rem- I don't know, like do some self-reflection, pour into yourself, do the things you love. Um, Stuff like that. So I think when you work as a creative, you have to have boundaries. Yeah. Cause that's how even though even though we say these these ways to prevent burnout, if you don't set those boundaries and you let those boundaries get pushed upon, yeah, then you're gonna create a you're gonna create an instance to be burned out. So I totally agree with you guys. You gotta set those boundaries. Something else that is helpful is Putting yourself in new environments. Yeah. Like something that's nice about like where I work is it they allow me to work remotely. Um, 
if that's something that I want to do that day. Mm -hmm. And so that can be really helpful because like going to the same space over and over again yeah. can, it can start feeling mundane. Whereas if you break that cycle and you try something new, like, oh, I'm going to try a new coffee shop today, or I'm going to go check out a new like side of town that I've never been on or something like that. Uh, and just getting away and like even traveling a little mm -hmm. bit too. Uh, it can like remind you how, how big the world is, how much like potential is out there. If yeah. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's a good way to like yeah. spice it up, you know, and get new ideas. Yeah, I agree. Your surroundings play, your surrounding and where you work at, as far as like editing or where you, where you just chill at, as far as when you're creating plays a huge part on like your process, I feel like if you're sitting in a place that's not very, uh, if you're sitting in a cubicle, if you're in a dark room all day, like twenty four seven, get out into the sunlight. Yeah, you know? yeah, like you got you have to switch it up because like if you're if you're working inside a cubicle and there's nothing inspiring you inside that cubicle, you'll have a whole different vision when you go work at a coffee shop that has a, a complete different vibe. Yeah, so I think definitely switching up your environment. Because you yeah, never know out. what's going to inspire you outside that, you know, like... Yeah, that works. Like Northern Vessel, like their mm -hmm. branding is like really inspiring to like what I appreciate about them. Mm -hmm. Not only is their coffee good, but how how you can walk in. And I've met so many people literally just sitting there, mm -hmm. not even like going up to people, but just sitting there hearing a conversation and chiming in. Um, that's how I met Alex. Um, mm -hmm. That's how I met... Parker, TJ, Aaron, like, or Andrew. Um, a lot of people where it's like, you don't have to really necessarily go up and meet them, but changing your environment, changing the surroundings and who's in them, it really helps. And yeah. I think just the overall, we're bringing up Northern Vessel, the overall vibe of Northern Vessel, even if you walked in there and didn't speak to anybody, it's going to instantly put you in a certain type of mood of, I feel like, creativity. Yeah. Know? Just from the vibe. It's like, yeah, if you, if you walk into a, an empty building with nothing, it might put you in a certain vibe or you might have a certain mm -hmm. creative click for that building. I think the same thing. I think that all goes spaces. back to what I said though about you have to enjoy the process and not the destination. Mm -hmm. If if they're thinking 10 years from now opening up 10 coffee shops in the Des Moines Metro, they won't get there if they don't open their first, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. and the first might fall on their face. Like we'll have Alex on here and TJ and they'll talk about like their process of where they've been through 2020, 2021, and now opening their first brick and mortar store in 2022, falling in love with the process, the journey mm -hmm. will ultimately like lead to rewards whenever you yeah. actually yeah. hit that destination. I, de I definitely agree. I definitely agree because for me, going back to like the whole thing you said, switching up your environment, I think your environment plays a huge, where you work, plays a huge part on how you think or where you're where, where you're working at. So if you're editing in, you know, the coffee shop or if you're editing just out and about downtown, like that's going to change your perspective yeah. a lot on how you're thinking in that moment. I just thought yeah. of another thing too. It's like change your like scenery. Also like change who you're hanging out with too. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. 
who's in your creative circle? Sorry, like, guys, can't hang out with you guys anymore. <laughs> no, <laughs> obviously, like keep your connections that you have, but also, um, are the people that are in your circle pushing you to get out of your comfort zone? Mm-hmm. Um, like, are you being uh, critiqued in a way that's like, hey, have you thought about this? Have you thought about trying this? You know, and like having people that'll challenge you, put you outside of your comfort zone. And um, yeah, just like networking, like we talk about networking all the time. Um, and Des Moines is a great city for that. Like you meet so many cool creatives and like we're going to have a lot of them on here. But yeah, it's just like that's another way to like get past those things because it's like mm-hmm. someone I might meet, um, whether they know it or not, they might help me rethink something that I've been struggling to like think about or come yeah. up with ideas for, you know, like they might present a new perspective or a new way to look at that. And I've been in that, I've been in that situation a lot where I run into creators block or I'm in a creative fatigue and one of my peers that's in the creative field, they help me get out of it because they come to me with all these ideas. They're like, Hey, Hey, tried this. They push me to push me to my limit sometimes in, in my creative oh, yeah, space. For sure. And all of a sudden, I'm out of my creator's block or creator's fatigue. And I'm like, oh, let's create. Let's go do this. I got all these ideas now because that one person pushed me or that one person sparked something in me to start creating or had a, a great idea to collab on. So yeah. definitely, I definitely agree. I think there's no one size fits all either because like, I know what it feels like to be in a funk mentally where it's like, I don't feel like I'm accomplishing anything. Mm. It's like, it's not for a lack of creativity. It's like more like for a lack of motivation and that can also lead to burnout. So it's like, I don't think there's a one size fits all. And so the reason I'm saying this is because like some people like myself included, sometimes like, yeah, you need to switch up your scenery. Sometimes you need to switch up your environment. Other times I need to like set a routine. And I need to set boundaries. And I mean, like, I got to, like, I got to start getting up earlier and yeah. I got to get a head start on the day. I need yeah. to eat breakfast. It's like sometimes I'll skip breakfast and then I'll be, like, four coffees deep and then I'll be like, whoa, what the <laughs> heck? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a bad thing about having a coffee shop where you work. But, like, I'll be four coffees deep and be like, oh, I need to start eating breakfast. Or I need to start exercising, like, having a routine of um, staying healthy um, eating lunch. I've been there where it's like, man, I just got to work. I got to grind it out and forget to eat lunch. So having That's a routine facts. as well. I, I struggle with that too. Like make, making time for like, uh, just living a healthy lifestyle. Like you learn about it growing up, but like, yeah, like eating food, like stimulates your brain and it'll help you have energy. Yeah. And like when you have energy, you can think better and, and eating the right foods. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Not just going out and just eating. Like Jethro's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah eating, Shout out Jethro's. Jethro wings is the most healthiest thing you can have. So hey, that protein though. That protein. Yeah. yeah. I think it's definitely important to, to have a balance of both because Having too much freedom, like I don't know if I would be a great like YouTuber or vlogger where it's like, oh, I don't have a nine to five. Like I I think that I think I would like to think that I would be good at that. Mm-hmm. But also like I like having a certain set of routine things that I do and I do well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's, I think it's kind of a both and it's like a double edged sword where it's like you have to make sure you're sharpening both sides of being um disciplined while also staying free 
and mentally free of anything that is stopping you from reaching your potential. Yeah. And like, think about like a box, right? Everyone wants to think outside of the box. But what if you are stuck inside the box? Are you just going to think negatively and be like, crap, I'm not thinking outside of the box? Or are you going to say, how can I maximize what I have inside the box? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, what can I, I'm obviously stuck in here. So what can I use in my current situation in this box to, you know, stay inspired, fulfill myself, you know, do things, right? So, yeah. Yeah. I feel that. Um. There was a story I heard, um, and it's a so uh, I I know this this guy who uh, he's kind of a mentor of mine um, from a few years back, and he grew up uh, like making short films with his buddy, and his buddy went on to work at Disney and mm. currently works there, and um, I believe works with Pixar to be exact, uh-huh. and so my mentor was kind of telling me. Um, the process of like Pixar and they'll get together as a team and they'll have each of them will have different stories and they will all present their story to each other and it doesn't matter if someone's story might be like wow that's amazing they will they'll like take like one piece of it And they'll scrap the rest and they'll throw it away. And then they'll all take little pieces from it and then say, okay, how can we make it better? Like, I know you thought that was good, but everyone at that table is like, no, you can push yourself farther than that. Mm -hmm. And so, like, I think that's kind of a cool story um, because it's like, you know, I, I feel like, just having people who can challenge you and keep keep you growing and like you know that's when the best stuff can come out too. Yeah, that's when you. I think that's when you create the best when you have somebody challenging you to push your your creative mind to to its limit almost. Yeah. If there is a limit, I don't think there's a limit to being creative, but I think that's when you come up with some of your best work. Is when you're being pushed to the limit or. Well, you got a, a close deadline too. Sometimes, <laughs> dude, I've been in that position way too many times. Where it's like, man, I've got to finish this, and I haven't even. And they're like survival mode, survival mode, kids yeah, sink or swim. And then the man. client's like, "Oh my god, I love it! It's so amazing!" You're like, "Yeah, I put that together in that five minutes, five minutes, <laughs> an do hour." You, do you guys ever like uh, have those nights where you're you're like? You're laying in bed and your brain won't shut off. Oh, yeah, dude. Because yeah. I was having that the other night, and I texted you guys in the group chat, and it was like 2 in the morning, and I couldn't sleep because it's like my brain would not shut off, yeah. and I had so many ideas. Mm-hmm. And it Did was, you write those ideas down, at least? Um, Honestly, I can't remember. Probably not because, you know, I kept trying to force myself to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. But, you know, moments like that, while it's like, dang, like, I, I know, like, I need to go to sleep. Like, I'm going to be hurting in the morning. Like, those moments are great. Um, and, like, I love having those moments. Um, and so, like, I don't know. Like, just don't don't take those moments for granted. Yeah. Um, 
when you are like inspired. Uh, but also, yeah, don't take the creative block for granted though. Cause yeah. like, I really do think that there's something about it that like, it'll, it'll bring something out in you that you never thought of would come out. So creative block is good. That's the title of the podcast. This episode. It's think, part of the I think, process. I think it's part of the process. It's part yeah. of the process. And if you love what you do and you love your process, then you'll find the positive even when it like even when it's not really seen as a positive thing. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I think I think that should be the title of this podcast Dude. episode. Yeah. That's that's dope. I I think a lot of good of a lot of good things to take away. And again, like there's no one size fits all and find what works best for you. Well, ultimately, I think the thing that you have to do, and this is one thing like I would like a hill I would die on. One thing you have to do is you have to love what you do as much as what it produces. Mm -hmm. Like if you Mm -hmm. love videos, you have to love video editing. If you love photography, you have to love getting outside your comfort zone, meeting clients and shooting with a camera. Mm -hmm. You can't just take, I mean, it'd be nice if we all could just hire assistants to do every one thing and then we just make dumb money from it. But mm-hmm. like reality, that's not the case. And even if you were like in a creative director position and a lot of times you have to like direct different people and you're not a part of each part of the process, they have to report to you. You have to deal with the hassle of all that. And that's still a process in itself. Mm-hmm. So falling in love with the process, I think has to be the most important part of anything you do. Yeah, I have to agree. Good. And every and everything you do has a process. Yeah. So yeah, like you said, just fall in love with that process, and you can never fall short. So facts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good stuff. Well, we should wrap this up. Let's uh, let's talk about what inspired us this week. Don't start with me. Let me let me go. <sighs> All right, Marky, you go first this time. Oh man, let's see here. What inspired me this week? Uh, my wife. That's a that's good what one. inspired me this week. Shout I'm out in- Bethany. Shout out Bethany. Shout out my baby. Uh, she's been she's been grinding. She's been grinding, getting up, working out, reading books. Yeah, I feel like a slacker because I haven't been doing that the past couple of months. So this week I've been getting up, reading books, working out, grinding. Yeah, and uh, that stemmed from her doing it. Uh, I'm like I can't be a slacker. Awesome. My wife ain't slacking. You I can't, can't slack. let Bethany outdo you. Like I can't that. let yeah, Bethany man. outdo me. Yeah, you know you're the man of the house, nah, bro. Come on. No, nah, I, I definitely appreciate my wife. She's she's definitely she's my rep. It's awesome. You know what I'm so, uh, yeah, she's my big inspiration this week and every week and every month. Uh, yeah, her her willingness to be driven and her drive has really been inspiring to me. So that's, that's awesome. awesome man. That's yep, good. yep. Good stuff. Uh, what inspired me this week was actually a video I showed you Monday morning at Create or at Northern Vessel. Um, I was scrolling. No, I wasn't even scrolling. I accidentally clicked on like a notification, a YouTube notification. I don't really scroll YouTube Shorts that much. Um, I think it's an awesome part of the platform, and we'll definitely utilize it with you know cutting podcast clips and putting it out there, just bite sized information stuff. I think that's awesome, but I don't do a whole lot of scrolling on it. Um, but Ben Johnson, he's a filmmaker. Um, his handle is just Ben Johnson creative. Um, he posted a video and it was cine- The title was how to, how to get cinematic footage from a $30 toy camera. 
I was like, oh, this is going to be interesting. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't this, it wasn't 4K 120 butter footage. It wasn't anything like mm-hmm. that. It was dirty. It was grungy. It was filmy. It was grainy. It was horrible. It was bad footage, but how he was able to manipulate the footage into being something that actually looked dope. Like I could see that in like a music video, mm-hmm. like how he made it was really dope. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe we'll drop the link down below, but really cool concept. Um, and just goes to show you, you can create with anything. You don't need, if you have one of these, you can make a YouTube video. If you have one of these, you can post photos on Instagram and claim to be a photographer. I think there's levels to that. You shouldn't stay a beginner. I don't think you should stay an iPhone photographer forever. Um, but you can at least start. You can always start somewhere. No excuses. And so that just, say what? No excuses. No excuses, honestly. So seeing that, I thought that was really cool, really creative, really unique. Um, kudos to Ben Johnson. Shout out Ben Johnson Creative. Them Johnson boys. Johnson. Uh, that that one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we think different, you know? We're creative. But uh something that I saw like that inspired me, like there's multiple things that I'm on the fence about, but something that like I don't know, like it's kind of just crazy to think about. Have you ever heard of the line? Hmm, they're they're nah. it's like this mega city that they're going to try and build in Saudi Arabia. Oh, I oh, have yes. seen that. Okay. Yeah. Now, now and it's, that it's that, all yeah. vertical. Yeah. 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 yeah it's yeah. crazy. I watched a video on it and like, who knows if they'll actually like complete that thing. Cause that's mm-hmm. like stupid money. Like, I don't know how. But a hundred got- years ago, we like to think where we were a hundred years ago, even 10 years ago yeah. in terms of technology. Yeah. It's insane, bro. It is. And it's so crazy. like, um, I watched a video breaking down like the line and it's crazy to me. Like the height of it is as tall as the World Trade Center. Like that's how tall it is, but how far it will go across the desert. Like I think it took eight years to build the World Trade Center from what I heard in this video. And like, imagine like, I think it was like, 2,000 or maybe 20,000. I can't remember, but it was like thousands on thousands of World Trade Centers. Imagine that, just like lying down the desert. That's insane. And it's like all the concept of it is all supposed to be uh, this like to push this new way of living, like no cars, no like fuel being burned and like vertical living. Everything is in walking distance. Yeah. And like... It's just so like futuristic and like uh like utopian and like just crazy. It's it's so out there. And like like who knows if they'll do it and complete that project, but like seeing seeing something like that, it's like wow. What is our world going to look like? You know, mm-hmm. just what, a couple when years. When I'm my parents' age, what the heck is this world going to look like? You know, like, no kidding. It's going to be insane. Like, and so like, it's like, it's kind of like crazy to think about that. And it's like also inspiring though. Cause it's like, dang, like anything's possible. Like who knows? Yeah. Who knows? I think it's the unknown. It, there's like a fear to it. 
like for me, like the unknown of the future, but also there's potential. Yeah. And with potential is inspiration, you know? Yeah. Ooh, so with potential, there's inspiration. Yeah. That's a good clip. That's a good cut. Yeah. So I feel like. No, like dropping wisdom. I think that's a good one for me to like touch on for my inspiration like today. But I got some good ones for the upcoming videos. So I'm excited to keep sharing. Yeah, man. Nice. Love it. Well, that's, uh, that's a wrap from us. This has been the Creative Point of View podcast, and we will see you in the next video. Peace.